This episode is brought to you by Netgear, Orbi Wi-Fi 6. Is your Wi-Fi feeling old? It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. Coming up on TMS, Maple 3-Way, that sounds sticky. The bass on these AirPods is amazing. Rock out with your yacht out. Mommy, my ears itch. It is tricky. Arby's, we taste the meat. The human who was Nick. Shimmy pants, but no pudding. Nobody talks about Mute City. Another stripper, sorry, another shopper. Koopa Poopa Troop. The uh, major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I don't know where else going. Every time I fly someplace, I get stopped by TSA and they pat down my crotchal region. Should I be happy or sad about that? Your fetus is getting high. It's the world of tomorrow today. This is the Morning Stream. Good in the morning, everybody. It is Monday, February 24th, 2020. It is time for the Morning Stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian Ibbett. Hello, Scott. How are you? Okay. I have very cold tea here and I'm pissed. I want I want warm oh. tea. Give me some warm yeah. tea. Yeah. I'm not pissed. I'm just... I'm sad I don't have a way to heat this up down here. Because I would heat it that's up. A thing, that's something to get pissed about. I don't know. Sure. Uh, I need that thing you and you and Dunaway talk about all the time. The little, uh, the little oh, heater the disc. Yeah, the ember. I need one of those. The, uh, Jordan was the one who brought that thing up. I think he's actually got one. Oh. I don't think... Or, or, or is it Brian Dunaway? Maybe it, was, it is Brian Dunaway. I thought Dunaway. it was Dunaway and he got some yeah, screaming deal on it or something. Or he... Mm. Didn't he finagle a... Better? He haggled at Starbucks to that's, get that's a... Right. Uh, yep. A lower price of the ember. That's right. Because they sell them there, right? That's a thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a thing. Never noticed. Yeah. Didn't know any way, any way to haggle at Starbucks. Didn't no. think that was a thing you could possibly do. No, you can totally haggle, man. It's pretty awesome. Like if there was some place that I think thought would have the most fixed, we are not going to budge pricing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I would be, think it, it would be. You'd think it'd the be them, that right? charges you $6 for a, for a lousy stinking cup of coffee. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, look, they, they make it up on the accessories, I guess, is they do. I what guess they so. say. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, good to be here, everybody. Hope you had a nice weekend. Mine was eventful. We moved the boy out. He's out. He's out. Yeah. So completely empty nest. Empty. Well, yes, there's still some <laughs> of his crap here that I'm going to get well, rid of. Yeah. But yes, the actual human being that was Nick no longer resides at this particular locale. However, uh, He's he's good. He didn't have a bed last night though, because the bed didn't get here till today. So uh, he's uh, he slept on the floor, which I think is just great, man. Get out there and just get good, it all dirty. Good. Let's go. You know what? Because he will appreciate uh, the bed a lot more when it arrives. Yeah. <laughs> let him have let him have one. Uh, <laughs> he see, he one still seems roughing it exactly. He still seems excited. Uh, regardless, mm -hmm. and so that's good. Yeah. So we're stoked for him, and uh, cool. it's all good. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna be uh, we're gonna be naked a lot more here at the house. I think. Sure. Um, Great. I should have called you, asked you what it was like when you when you uh, went uh, empty nest. What well, that was like. Alone. Which time? Because <laughs> <laughs> it didn't stick the first time. Nope. It was a little bit of a boomerang thing going on. Sure, and... but it's sticking now, right? It's all stuck now, right? All stuck now. Well, I mean, they've been out for 
12 days. Wow. So we really can't uh, can call this like, uh, okay, we feel like we're in the clear now. Yeah, it's too soon to call. It's like the day after. <laughs> We've gotten the... a safe distance away from the uh, Death Star. Thanks for firing that photon torpedo in there, Luke. I right. think we're good now. Right. It's like two days after the Iowa caucuses. you got to give it a minute. you got to count those votes. you got to get that exactly. going. I get it. Exactly. Uh, all right. So, you know, normally I'm the one with the dumb stories. Like, I'll run into a weird thing and no one believes me, but yeah. it totally happened to me. Well, yeah. my brother-in-law, Steve, owns today's story. And I was it was too good cool. to pass up. So, he's downtown doing I don't know what the other day. Just hanging out downtown. And uh, they were doing some Pokemon catching. You'd like that, right? You're into that. Mm-hmm. You like the Pokemon. I'm into that. Still doing that business. Sure. And uh, while they were in a men's room, again, normally the domain where I run into trouble... <laughs> it's my this is my turf. This is my domain. Steve. Exactly. He uh he had two homeless guys come running in there. Uh each you know, one had a dog, the other one was just a homeless guy. And they ran in there and and into the same stall with the dog and peed They were the- both homeless. One of them just happened to also be dogless. <laughs> one is dogless and homeless. Yes, okay. They they both went into the stall and they both peed at the same time into the same toilet. Oh. Now, oh. that alone just seems efficient, right? Like, ah, all right, you're uh, one flush, two men, two men, one flush, right? Well, well, okay. Yeah, before we go any further questions, uh, <laughs> were the urinals available? Um, the answer to that question is a mystery. I don't. He didn't specify. Oh, you know what? Maybe he did. They were busy in there. I guess. Okay. And these two looked like they really okay. had to go. Like really sure. just right. had to just let it rip. And so they both went in there, had a conversation the whole time, peed as they com- <laughs> as, as they conversed, uh, came out of there with their dog. And then one of them stopped and said to see Steve something to the effect of, you're sure lucky, you're lucky. And I think what he's saying is, your wife's sure pretty. You got a pretty wife there. You're oh, sure lucky. Okay. So that was a little weird. Um, and that was outside the bathroom, of course. Sarah wasn't in the bathroom. Uh, it might have meant that you peed you got to pee in your own stall without another homeless guy peeing there with you. I, I guess so, so. Lucky. oh maybe that's yeah. what he means yeah. you're lucky <laughs> you got a stall to yourself yeah he doesn't have to travel around with carl all day and uh right. and pee together whenever the opportunity arises <laughs> anyway i was just i was just thrilled to see something like this happen to somebody else so they can ex- experience my experiences because this always happens to me not this time take, yeah take that yeah. steve So what happens when one person finishes before the other? Because you have to be, to close that stall door, you've got to kind of go further in. Yeah. So you can't. uh, Do you think you stand there and just wait? I think you just stand there and wait. Okay. Like, oh, geez, did you have to get the big gulp bill? (laughs) (laughs) What if you're holding it for a long time and that's what you've gotten good at pacing it? So. When Bill is peeing, you're like, all right, I think he's in the home stretch here. Now it's time. Oh, to crank you just it up. time it. It's kind of like knowing the timing of your podcasting partner. Yeah. The- yes. Yes. <laughs> I I question how often these two really pee together. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about that too. There's probably it may have been a one off. I don't know. You know. You yeah, don't know. I don't know. They I didn't. They know. didn't get specific about it. They didn't talk about their experience in there. They just. Seemed in awe that Steve had married somebody who was pretty, and uh, yeah, I boy, you know, I don't, I don't consider myself to be pee shy, but I think I would be in that situation. Uh, I would, I would. In fact, mm-hmm. I'd be more than pee shy. I'd be okay, and I'd back out. I wouldn't be in there. <laughs> you can, why don't you just take this one for yourself? I'll wait or use the sink. <laughs> yeah, I don't need any of this. Like, I would not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if that was a one-off and the guy just happened to be in there, 
and someone mm-hmm. busted in while I was getting ready to do my business? No? Uh-uh. Get out. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, I'll, I don't mind if he doing? doesn't. I'll I leave. guess the dog went into the stall with him? Like- yeah, he's in the stall with him, this dog. And his whole point was, we were. he was actually trying to make a point about how dogs will follow their masters no matter how stupid their master is or how weird it sure. is or how right. wrong it is. And we were trying to make right. a comparison to like modern politics and how people just sort of <laughs> throw all I in. I can't imagine, can't imagine what correlation you might draw from a an unwavering, yeah. uh, slavering uh, canine that uh, doesn't... Uh, yeah, doesn't matter how bad it is. He he thinks it's sure. great, and uh, it and and uh, yes, that's exactly right. Uh, I want, you know, infer from that what you will, but you know, it's a little culty, and dogs are culty. Dogs are cultists. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Sure, dogs are oh. all into the you know, uh, follow under all pretenses. It doesn't matter what they do to me; they're gonna give me food at some point. Something's gonna fall off the table, so that's good enough. So I I'll think just, that Daisy would, uh, without question, drink Kool-Aid if I offered it to her. Uh, there you go. That's probably true. Yeah. Also, the uh, dog uh, did not pee, is my understanding. It just stood it. Well, home. sure. Yeah. He was waiting be. for another homeless dog. <laughs> I was just going just gonna to do the same as the master, following his footsteps. Wait, yeah, wait for another dog to come in. Oh, finally. Good. I've been waiting forever to go. All right. Well, that's how it went down. How did uh, you went to a birthday dinner? I didn't have any fun dinners. I did. Mine was all so. Uh, George, uh, my uncle George, uh, turned sixty this mm, last weekend. Right. Actually, turned sixty on Friday. But um, I moved things. Uh, you know, we had a birthday dinner plan, but I had to move things because there was a concert I was going to on Friday that we'll talk about in a moment. Yeah. So we moved his birthday dinner, a family dinner, to Saturday night, and went to uh, Papados. Sat around this nice big round table and hold on, Papados. Tell fun. me about Papados. What's Papados? Oh, Papados is a Cajun place. It oh, is. Um, so it's part of the Landry. At least originally was part of the Landry group. So, it's um, like crawfish etouffee, which is what I had. Catfish, red beans and rice, dirty rice. Um, that sounds so good. Man. Grilled fish, a lot of fried things that you can get there. Big deep fried. I think they actually put all the fish on the plate and then they just deep fry the whole thing, mm. plate just, and all. Just uh, dip the whole plate in there. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, so we're talking about things and and I'm going to leave family members out of this. There were a couple family members that weren't there that got discussed because one of the family, one of my uh, family members went out and visited them and stayed with them for a little while. And they told her this story about, I'm I'm will divulge the fact that it's a a she, told her the story about... um, their kids and and uh, the stuff kids get into. Now, um, the couple in question is a very uh, Randy couple, <laughs> and I don't mean the did I ever tell you about the time oh, type of oh, Randy. I okay. mean, All I right. mean they're they're frequently they're they're uh, frequently doing it, and they involve other items in there with the, with, uh, with their doing it. Okay. How, <laughs> involved, how are you guys aware towards. of this? How are you guys aware of this? How is this a thing that everyone knows about? Um, well, it's funny because the person that told this story acted like we all knew that part of it. Oh. And uh, Tina are like, oh, hey, we didn't know this part. Okay. Okay. Sure. So uh, so they involve toys, uh, basically. And they have a couple of really young kids. And the kids know that, that um, the bedroom is off limits, that certain, you know, nightstand drawers are off limits and whatever. <laughs> okay. 
And I, I uh, hate this already. I hate it. Keep going. <laughs> so um, they're in the process of uh, messing around when the kids come home from from school, and so they kind of wrap things up quick and they shove what are described as bullets. I I was unfamiliar with these as well, but they're basically little small vibrators. Okay. <laughs> all right. This is all this and, is going uh, places I did not expect today. This is not my this is not what I thought we'd hear about this morning, but all right. Continue. <laughs> so, and they toss them in the drawer and get dressed and go, Hey, how you doing kids? Oh good yeah, all right, good. Mm. Blah 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 you know get on with with the day. Yeah. Later on they're they're somewhere else and they see the kid coming out of the bedroom, which yeah. is off limits to them. Mm-hmm messing around on his cell phone on his on his uh, iPhone trying to pair the pair of airpods <laughs> that he pulled out of the drawer that he has stuck in his ears no <laughs> is this for real this is apparently for real oh this is amazing <laughs> so wait the kid took what he thought were two little airpod like units little airpod things stuck them in his ears and was trying to uh pair them with his with his phone fantastic fan freaking test good night everybody hey let me tell you about the concert i tried to go to on, on Friday night. please do that's an amazing story though by the way that's yes, an amazing the story first thing i said is if i promise not to use anybody's name can i tell this story on monday's tms and yeah. they're like oh please do you could even use their names if you want but i'm not going to use their names all right but, uh, I can, I'm sitting here trying to guess, and I don't know. I can't. Even, I wouldn't be able to tell you. There, there, nobody that you would have have ever come into contact with, as far as meeting any of my family members or anything. So this isn't the brother-in-law that like talks, uh, gets all mega hat when he's around. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, that's um, that's the only extended on, one I can think uh, Tina's, of. Tina's, yeah, that's on Tina's side of things. Gotcha. All right. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. This is, this is George's uh, George, Uncle George's family. Now here's the deal. Uh, so, yeah. I was on I was yeah. on Twitter, and here's I, I gotta I gotta start this thing. I was on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, uh, oh hey, I know so, Brian. Brian's off to this concert about like with Yacht Rock tonight. I'm jealous yeah. of him. He's gonna have such a great time, and I'm pretty stoked for him. And I thought I would fly uh, fly onto my Twitter feed there, and I would see some stage shots like a photo from the concert or something maybe a video a little selfie video you of tina like sure. rocking out to africa or something sure. i was sure. so excited to see that yet i get the opposite of that. <laughs> that's not what you were welcomed with yeah yeah so we we made plans uh around this concert nine o'clock 9 p.m concert in on the other side of of uh, denver from where we live um, because yacht rock was in town and they actually i interviewed the lead singer a guy named nick uh, nick nespajani for the show because all day prior to the current album all they did was covers of yacht rock so stuff like the doobie brothers and boz skaggs and hollow notes and anything that has michael mcdonald and anything that has kenny loggins and and stuff like that right um and uh after the interview he said well you know we're going to be in denver next year um uh, i'll have my manager set you up with uh uh with tickets so you'll get to see the show i'm like oh great that'd be awesome so sure enough, time rolls around. February 21st, Yacht Rock Review coming to Denver, Colorado. Yeah. T9 make plans around the, the concert. We meet some friends for dinner in downtown, and they're going to take the train back. We give them a ride there, and they're going to take the train back themselves because we're going to drive over to the concert and have a really good time. And drove over the paid for parking because you can't get really close to the Mission Ballroom without paying for parking. Sure. And uh, 
walked a few blocks in 35 degree weather over to uh, to the mission ballroom. Yeah, went over to Will Call. People all over the place dressed in like 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 they're going out on a cruise ship, even though it's 35 degrees out. It's uh, there. There's people with captain's hats and shorts and long white pants and stuff like that. Sure. Walked over to uh, to the box office and say, "Do you do will call here?" And he says, "Oh yeah, sure." I said, uh, "I've got tickets waiting either under Ibit I B B O T T or Coverville." And they're like, "Oh yeah, okay, hold on just a moment." They go back over to this box. They rifle through, look under the eye, uh, nothing. Over under B for Brian, no. Maybe over here for Coverville C, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I uh, don't have any tickets for will call. Um, would they be under a different name? I'm like, um, no, but, um, you know, I was told I'd be on the list is that I even got a confirmation email from the manager saying, yep, you are confirmed plus one on the list. So is there something else that would be on the list or would that just be will call? Yeah. No, that would just be will call. All right. Um, can you get a message to management or the band and gave him my name, gave him my, the contact name, the manager contact all that stuff oh yeah no problem so they disappear for a second and say okay well, we've got the message up to them but you know it's not like a we don't hear from them immediately we're waiting to hear back from them if you want to just go ahead and step over to the side we'll help a couple more people while we wait to hear back from the band and you're still outside do i have this right we are still outside oh gosh i i hate watching this people watching people get you know make their way into the concert oh there's a guy dressed as Gilligan, another guy dressed as Skipper, a bunch of people in like gold lame. There's, you know, wow. And I wait, we wait for uh, 30, but well, we wait for about 25 minutes. And Tina's like, What do you want to do? And I keep going, I go up there and say, Have you heard anything back yet? Is there anything else? And I show her the email saying confirmed from from the management team. Um, yeah, we're just waiting to hear back because you know, at this point, there's nothing we can do until we hear back from them. So finally, after 40 minutes, oh. We just say, screw it. It was already uh, 15 minutes after the show started. So and we're thinking, All right, this might be an opening act, so the band might not be out already. But we're like, you know what? Screw this. And we just decided to go home. I would have, too. I would have been so annoyed. Very oh, annoying. so pissed. Yeah, what else so are you going to do? Pissed. And if they haven't got yeah. to you by then, they're not going to, right? Like, who's going to no, get back exactly. to you? exactly. Lame. So have and, you heard anything and, from you know, uh, Dude yet or no? I did. I, I emailed them uh, the next day after I had a chance to calm down. <laughs> cool off a little bit that's good <laughs> and heard back from them immediately and uh talked to the manager and he's like i'm gonna find out what happened man i'm so sorry and and um Oof. we get this taken care of so i'm assuming i'm hoping that the next time they come through colorado uh i'll get to see them but uh yeah you should be able to catch yeah. them the next time yeah. they come through sure i, I, I better like have front row tickets next time <laughs> next time they come through town maybe you'll get back seat or back seat you'll get back seat tickets you'll get backstage passes and you can mm-hmm. go, uh, uh, I don't know, what do you do backstage at a Yacht Rock cover band concert? What do you do there? I you, guess uh, you you uh, reapply your fake mustache and your uh, <laughs> your Afro wig. I don't know. <laughs> Put a little spirit gum on your lip and uh, hope for the best. Exactly. Like Blue Ridge John, that's like the worst time to try and contact the band management before the show. Well, I know, Blue Ridge John. It's not like I had much choice to be able to say, hmm. I'm going to contact him in the afternoon about the ticket that it that's supposed to freaking be later there. this night. Right. There's no yeah. way to respond to it until you get there and realize the ticket's not there. So, of course, it's a bad time to contact Ben. Yes. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Captain Blue Ridge Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad you're not uh, still mad. You're good now, right? You're fine. I'm good now. I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated because I was really looking forward to it. And like I said, we 
you know, we rearranged our weekend plans specifically for this. Even yeah. made the family move the birthday dinner for George to the next night because of this show. Yeah, that's and, no good. Uh, that's a, that's a it big, is no good. That's a it's no move. good. Yeah, it's no good. It's no good. Plus, you you know that put off what a whole day till you heard the earpod story. So exactly, that's no fair. <laughs> exactly, yes, it's no fair <laughs> at that, all. We get to let that story uh, simmer a little bit. Yeah, let that sink into your soul and never leave. All right. Uh, by the way, that's going to be a great story for that family around the dinner table one day. Like they're going to be all just. <laughs> they're saying that they're going to save it for uh, wedding toast. Oh, it's perfect. A story. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wait until that kid gets married. Uh, and he's got his own plans for his own beads mm-hmm. right. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and, we got uh, you a pair of bullets and uh, we're going to tell the story. <laughs> indeed. All right. Now this before we do another thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Our good friend and pal, Mr. Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, pals. Oh, hello. Got <laughs> Brian. Hello, friend. Uh, you, you usually say, "Oh hi, Brian," or no? What do you? I do. What ha- What do you usually do? Do it again. Do it for us. Oh, oh hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I got there's something funny with that. Um, I put up a comic today for oh, really? Fr- Fred and Ken. Yeah, and in the comic, uh, there is a character that looks a lot like Brian Ibbett. <laughs> what? Yeah, he does. And, I, don't, uh, I don't see it. Well, by by that I mean, is he, is he bald? He's bald and has a goatee. Nailed, so. nailed it. Yeah, he even has a bowling shirt on, which is a, kind of an old throwback yes. to Brian. But anyway, he does. Uh, I wish I actually did have a bowling shirt that just had a picture of a bowling ball on it. Yeah, just a great big bowling ball in the front. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so I put that up there, and immediately somebody said, somebody wrote back with a quote or one of the replies on the tweets. The quote was, "Oh hi Scott and Brian," and it was like in your basically your voice came out of Twitter. Oh, it was amazing. It was really you, you can't hear it, can you? you can't no. read it and not hear it. No, nope. uh, so but I, I, I still have that uh, that uh, bottle top to buble lime or whatever flavor it was that just basically says, "Oh hi." Oh, <laughs> oh, you do have oh, that. Oh hi. Oh hi. Well, that's awesome. Uh, just anyway, so uh, oh yeah, go check it out, Fred and Can. Uh, dot com today or fredcancomic.com rather uh we're gonna take a caller and see if we can play a little game let's find out who's on the line with us hello who's this hi this is matt from pennsylvania well hello matt from pennsylvania welcome to Babel royale uh we hope that matt from pennsylvania wins today but only after brian explains the rules and what he could win that's exactly right, Scott. So, uh, Matt from Pennsylvania, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth, giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the one is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for a couple of Steam prizes, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP. Ooh, hmm, I guess uh, that, that has fewer tracks than a regular game. I don't right. know what that means. Yeah. And I love the name of this one. Potato Man Seeks the Truth. <laughs> the Truth. The Truth. The Truth is out there. I know it. Is that spelled truth is in T-R-O-O-F. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Potato Man Seeks the Truth. Wow. That's fantastic. I love it. Which sounds awesome. Yeah. All right. So you guys need a topic. This one comes to us from the Taffy Couple. Okay. Oh, taffy, um, couple. I can, I I taffy, taffy Couple. I love the Taffy Couple. The Taffy Couple. Yeah, they stick together. They do. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. So in almost exactly a month, we're going to be in Vegas for uh, TMS Vegas, and we're going to be taking over the HyperX Sports Arena once again, this time less formally yeah. <laughs> than last year. Sure. 
by taking over their Mario Kart uh, competition. Yeah. And oh. in looking at this, Mike and Lois realized that there are a lot of different tracks available in all the different versions oh of the Mario gosh. Kart game. You're kidding me. Okay. Because this thing has been on Super Nintendo, 64. Every Nintendo uh, console Advance, there has ever every, been. Every yeah. time they've yes, ever every, had anything. Every you... Nintendo console since the, N the SNES. Correct. There's no NES version. Yeah. So what we want you to do is name the different tracks that you can race on. And I'm going to be um, fairly... Descriptive. You're going to allow descriptive instead of factual names. Oh, God, no. No, I need names. <laughs> but I'm going to be okay, fairly okay. lenient on some of the names. So Okay. There you go. Uh, Matt, now that you know the category and you heard their comfort level with said category. Or discomfort. Uh, who do you think is going to win? And who do you want to go first? Hmm, I don't know. Let's say. Right. Well, you need to know. You need to know. You need to know. You must. There only can be one. All right. Sorry. I think we interrupted him. Go ahead. We <laughs> uh, absolutely did. Scott to win and Brian to go first. Okay. Fair Scott enough. To win. Let's see if I have any memory of this. And Brian, you go first, but I'm gonna, I am gotta start. I go first. Yeah. You go first, Brian Dunaway. So I go first. You go first, stall technique. <laughs> this does stall technique. Well, the earth, the first was pretty easy because there's, there's always the rainbow road. And that's like one of my favorites of the Mario Kart tracks. Every... Unless I've got the, unless I get the wrong, unless I've got the question wrong, maybe I should get you to say it again. Go oh, ahead. No, you're good. No, you got the question right. Name yeah. tracks okay. from Mario Kart. The yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> good. Rainbow road has been in every version of the game from the super Nintendo, Nintendo all the way up to the switch. So uh, there you know, it's my Our favorite place. one from the Super Nintendo. Well, really, favorite is in uh, spent the most time on. How about that? Oh, oh yeah, okay. that'll cool. uh, that'll get you that 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 uh, that particular version of that. But many of the like the Rainbow Road on N sixty four, I spent a lot of time in there. I think. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's go back. Uh, I just played this the other day. They have a retro version of this in the current Mario Kart, and retro. it's called. And you don't care if we mention what game it's from, right? You're nope, okay nope. with that? It doesn't matter. And okay. I don't care about, like, I know some of them have multiples, like one, two, three, four. I don't care about the numbers. So. All right. So there's a Mario Circuit. Mario, Mario Circuit. Mario Circuit. There sure is. There's actually even a Mario Circuit 1, 2, 3, and 4. So Mario Circuit has been in Game Boy Advance, GameCube, uh, DS, Wii, 3DS, and Switch. And then Mario Circuits 1, 2, 3, and 4 are all on the SNES. Okay. Fair enough. So I'm giving you all those. And... And those are Scott all points. Take that. They're all Mario Circuit, and you get one point. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Mario, Mario Circuit. Circuit. All right. All right. Okay. So this is the part where it gets difficult because, I mean, I don't remember them. I mean, I remember the names, but I don't. That's I remember them by how I descriptively described sure. them in my head. Sure. Not necessarily, oh, here it comes. Here comes the. <laughs> This is yeah. the one where you have that jump right there yeah. and this other thing and the, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that All right, so, yeah. right. <laughs> so this is a good question. This is a good question because it, it makes it more difficult. Now, uh, there's a couple I really liked. There's the, oh, but I'm afraid to say this one because I don't know if it's going to be called that. I believe in you. There have been 123 of these. So holy Moses, <laughs> yeah. that's a yeah. lot. Well, yeah, I mean, some of those are some bunched are up repeats. in like multiple circuits, Mario exactly. circuits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Okay, so I played a lot of the... I want to say it was the 64 that I played a lot of um, when I was in Bowser's Bowser's Castle. Bowser's Castle. What was it? Sure. What was it? Was it called Bowser's Castle? You'll say go with that. Go with Bowser's Castle. Oh, then I'm going to go with Bowser's Castle. Yes. Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, so Bowser's Castle N64 GCN Wii 3DS Wii U Switch. It was also called Bowser Castle in Bowser Castle. Uh, one, two, three, and four, and a few different versions, and then, um, and then just plain Bowser Castle in on the DS. So, all forms of Bowser Castle and Bowser's Castle okay. are now spoken for. They are now off the list. Now off the list. That takes uh, seven. No, sorry, six of the names out of 123. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna go with. Um, uh... Oh, it just left my head. Uh, uh, Luigi's Racer Way. Racer Way. Racer Way. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Wait, wait. I don't like it. It's the one with, it had buses and cars on it. And Mm -hmm. like it was the most street-like street in the history of Mario Kart. And it was weird. It was actually kind of disconcerting. It's probably, hold on, Luigi's. Oh, maybe it's just Raceway. Luigi's Raceway. Raceway? Say that. Luigi's Raceway or Luigi Raceway premiered on the N64. Only made one more appearance on the 3DS, but Luigi Raceway is indeed a track. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Took a lot of of strength to pull that one out. (laughs) It really did. I didn't like that one. See, I'm I'm like running through all these ones. I'm like, I don't want to give anything away, though, but... Oh. Oh, I know another one. Ah, crap. I'm going to go with. uh, I'm going to go with. Beach waves. Riding on the beach. Beach. (laughs) Beach. Beach map. (laughs) Map of the. Beach map. Beach track. No, it's got a. The beach, the Beach Boys track. No, I don't know. Beach Boys track. <laughs> be- Is that your answer? There's no. There's got to be a term for it though. Is the how about Beachway? I'm gonna go with Beachway. That just sounds like it might. Beachway. Be. See, this is sure. the one I. This is the one I know. So he's wrong, oh, right? Funny. First of he all, is, he, oh really? Is he yeah. is wrong. You yeah. know the name of it? Yeah, I know the name. It's the Shy Guy okay. Beach. Not way. Just Shy Guy Beach. Shy Guy Beach? Shy Guy Beach. There shy are, beach. yeah, there is a Shy Guy uh, Beach. There's also a, um, where is it? Cheap Cheap Beach. There is a. I've never got uh, There's another one I saw here that had beach in the title. <laughs> and isn't there a <laughs> character's <laughs> name circuit almost for Coop- everybody? Like Koopa Beach. Yes, I think so they're pretty what much I think, is. What I think Nintendo needs to take away from this Peach is Beach. that we don't give a crap what those tracks are named. <laughs> we we yeah, retain they, we retain them not. Yeah, they don't give right. a crap. They don't yeah. they don't give a poo how those things uh, are named. All right, name off the so rest Scott of our wins. clusters here. Yeah, here you go. Really quick, here we go. Uh Airship Fortress, Animal Crossing, Baby Park, Banshee <laughs> Boardwalk, Big Blue, Bone Dry Dunes. <laughs> Boo Lake, Broken Pier, Cheap Cheap Beach, Cheap Cheap Island, Cheap Cheap Lagoon, Cheap. Cheese Land, Chaco Island, oh, Chaco Mountain. That was, Chaco wait, Island. that was that was cheese? 
No, it was there's, Chaco. There's cheese Land. Oh, yeah, Cheese Land. Cheese and yeah. Chaco. Cheese Land, Chaco okay. Island, Chaco Mountain, Cloud Top Cruise, Coconut Mall, Daisy Circuit, Daisy Cruiser, Daisy Hills, Delfino Square, Desert Hills, Dino Dino Jungle, DK Desert Jungle, Hills. DK Mountain, DK Pass, DK Summit, DK Jungle Parkway. Donkey oh, Coast. All that Donkey Kong Dolphin Shoals. Amazed nobody said Donut Plains. Oh! Uh, Dragon Driftway, Dry Dry Desert, Dry Dry Ruins, Electrodrome, Excited Bike Arena. Oh, the Excite uh, Bike one! Shit. Figure eight circuit, Frap Snowland, Ghost Valley, Grumble Volcano, Ghost Hyrule Valley. Circuit, Ice Ice Outpost, uh, <laughs> Calamari Desert, Koopa Beach, Koopa Cape, Koopa Troopa Beach, Lakeside Park, Luigi. That's Circle. what I was thinking of the beach. I think that's what I was thinking. Oh, is that one? Okay. Koopa Troopa, yeah. Koopa Troopa Beach, uh, Luigi's Mansion, Maka Woohoo, Maple Three Way. I'm sorry, Maple Tree. Maple <laughs> Maple Three Way. Well, that sounds sticky. <laughs> How did oh. they get into this situation? That's uh, that uh, side sidetrack from the donut. <laughs> Mario yeah. Kart Stadium, Mario Raceway, Moo Moo Farm, Moo Moo Meadows, Moonview Highway, Mount Wario, Mushroom Bridge, Mushroom City, Mushroom Gorge, Music Park, Mute City, uh, Neo Bowser City, Peach Beach, Peach <laughs> Why Circuit. Did that get an uh? Was it Mute Mute City? Jeez. Why did Mute City get an A whole bunch of people that can't city. talk. It just in sounds here, like man. a horrible, like a horrible place to, to live. Uh, Piranha Plant Slide, Ribbon Road, Riverside Park, Rock Rock Mountain, Russellina's Ice World, Rock Royal Rock Raceway, Sherbetland, Shroom Ridge, Shy Guy Bazaar, Shy Guy Beach, Shy Guy Falls, uh, Sky Garden, Snowland, <laughs> Sunset Snowland. Wilds, uh, Sunshine Airport, Superbell Subway, Sweet Sweet Canyon, Thwomp Ruins, Tick Tock Clock, Toad Circuit, Toad, Toad, Clock. Toad, Toad Circuit. I totally forgot Toad about Toad stuff bike. completely. Twisted oh mansion. my gosh. Uh, Vanilla Lake, Waluigi Pinball, Waluigi Stadium, Wario Coliseum, Wario Shipyard, Wario Stadium, Wario's Goldmine, Water Park, Wildwoods, Woohoo Loop, Yoshi Circuit, Woo-hoo Yoshi Loop. Desert, Yoshi Falls, and Yoshi Valley. Yoshi oh, does man. fall, a little bastard. All right. Uh, wow. There are so many I wouldn't have gotten. Uh, there's so, so many. Drinks. Now it's going to make me, but I do like this because it mm-hmm. makes me realize there's a whole you know, creation. There's a whole art to naming these tracks, and yes, and it's I called. No clue. It's I just called, totally ignored it's all. Try, of it. It's trying to be alliter- that like, alliterative. That's all they do. Yeah, like a lot of uh, re- oh. repetition, like ice, ice valley, and rock, rock mountain, and stuff like yeah. that. Ice, ice valley. Too cold. Too cold. Halfway through the race, you have to stop. That's right. Collaborate. Break. And it has to be breaks. You have to put on your breaks. <laughs> All right. Well, we Maybe know what this means. Skeleton. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That means uh, Matt, right? Matt? Yeah, Matt. All Matt right. from Pennsylvania. Yeah, Matt. Matt, you win from Penn. Uh, how do you feel? Tell us how you feel right now. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Oh, it's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, Pennsylvania okay. is better for you. What? What'd you say, Dunaway? Okay. Yeah. So, Ibit, what I need yes. you to do is put a question in the bank where we totally forget about it, but I want to name all the power-ups eventually in Mario oh. Kart. I'm going to go okay. study those and totally forget that I've studied them, and then about you know a year from now, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be like a year. You can bring it up. Yeah. I, I hate to say this, I think we've already done that one. Did have, we? Have we? Maybe that's I'm why it feels right. Point, somebody put together. Somebody was doing a great job of doing the list of Babel Royale history, but they stopped oh. at. Um, North American professional sports teams with colors in their name for episode 1821. And I'm bummed that they stopped doing this because yeah, that's a great thing. Um, yes. Mario Kart 64. You come across item boxes. There are 13 of them. Name them. You won Brian. That yes. was episode yes. 
seventeen seventeen. But you kind I knew of, I felt strong you, about that. You kind of lose because you forgot that you did it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, this is like film sack. We forget movies. Oh, sorry. Bobby Frankenberger is taking over the list. So yay, Bobby Frankenberger! Hey, get in there, Frankenberger. Get that going, or else no money. Oh, there was no money. Never mind. <laughs> or you will, or you won't win uh, ANTP. Oh. oh, you'll only be second place. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, well done. That was awesome. And uh, oh, uh, real quick here, Matt, all you got to do is email Brian, uh, coverville at gmail.com. He'll send you your codes, and you, sir, will be the happy owner of Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP. That's a fantastic game, by the way. I love that game. And Potato Man yeah. Seeks the Truth. I have no idea what that is, but I'm curious about it. Love so the name already. You're lucky yes. to give it a shot. Thanks for playing with us, man. Mm hmm. Right there. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> that was weird how we lost him. Is even right. even though that did not go as I had wished it had went, I did I did enjoy the occasional question that seems like it'd be mm-hmm. easy to answer, but in the reality of it is just wow. It's tricky, right? I had no clue. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around, that's right. <laughs> yeah, on time. To, it's to, no, it's not tricky to rock around. It's you to rock around. <laughs> to rock around. To rock around. Because it rhymes week, with time. Exactly. Next week, <laughs> rap lyrics. <laughs> Bring it. Oh, I'll lose hard if you do that. <laughs> I will, because I've always said rock around, and I know it's not that, yeah, but I just, just can't right. get it out of my head. I used to love that album, though. Mm-hmm. What was that called? Something to Hell? What not album in, was it from? Uh, hold on. Highway to Hell? No. Rap to Hell. Hell in a rapping. Run Like Hell. Run Like Hell. Nope. That's a nope. Pink Floyd song. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Uh, hold on. Don't say anything. It's inconceivable. Rap it like it. Come on. Carter. Shit. Do you remember who was a special guest star in that video at least? Yeah, it was Steve Perry or Steve Perry. Steve Tyler. Steven Tyler. No, my Tyler. God. not No, that was Walk oh, This Way. Was, oh, my no. gosh. It's, it's Penn and Teller. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, no. Penn and, Penn and Teller were in It's Tricky. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, that is the song we're talking <laughs> about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I had to oh, go my back God. And say, <laughs> I was thinking... To rock around, that's right on time. And then I go, oh, it's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the song yeah. I'm talking about. And the album was Raising Hell. Oh, Raising <laughs> Hell. Gosh raising dang hell. it. All right. And I was listening to this album just last week. My Adidas, how do you feel about their uh, Christmas song, their uh, Christmas and Hollis thing? Uh, Christmas Hollis, it's, it's, it's all right, I suppose. But mm-hmm. it's, it's very seasonal. You know, I don't like it. I don't like it in February. They're the reason. Right. They're the band or they're the group, the rap group, the band, the musical act. That the made artist. me, the, yes, the artist who made me uh, forever cringe when anyone calls Adidas anything other than Adidas. When they say Adidas right. or whatever, I want to kill them because that's <laughs> not how it's said in that song. Because yeah. they, they run that's DMC. That's not how run DMC pronounces it. Right. That's, right. that's how I do everything. All right. Apparently Dunaway. They pronounce rhyme uh, round. So. Oh, round. Yeah. Rhyme around. <laughs> rhyme around. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. It's tricky. <laughs> Uh, well done. It's Brian Dunaway, everybody. Catch him in the world. The Brian Dunaway. Oh, and we're, I think we're doing a boop show today. Although, oh, that depends if I'm back or not. I have to go to Nick's today to take a thing. I should be back. I think, I think I'm back. Oh, you know what? We'll let you guys know. Keep your eye you on the prize. You know what? I think I'm back. Uh, yeah. thanks, uh, thanks, Scott Wick. Yeah, thanks, Scott Wick. Bye. All right. I don't know what that means, Scott Wick. Why would he say that? I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> All right, uh, time now for oh yeah, we got time. Let's uh, let's do uh, one of these here. Hold on a second, sure. a little back. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must go take my vitamins. 
Your news has upset me greatly. Let's talk about that news brought to you by. Brought to you by on a Saturday afternoon last August, Jordan Seitler got married. But instead of a honeymoon, the next day he was rushed to the hospital where he went into cardiac arrest four times. After multiple surgeries and a diagnosis of long QT syndrome, it looked like things were improving. But on February 4th, 2020, his struggle ended. Jordan's family is now banding together to help his wife and stepsons make it through this time of grief and uncertainty. They've set up a GoFundMe campaign in his honor, and they're asking friends, neighbors, and their fellow tadpoolers to help if they're able. All the funds raised will go to Jordan's wife, Ashton, to help with any unexpected expenses during this time. If you'd like to help, go visit tiny.cc. Uh, slash jet force tribute that's tiny.cc slash jet force tribute so i'm looking at the um wikipedia page on long qt syndrome i'd never heard of it yeah, until this i haven't either uh it says condition affects the respiration and the heart after a heartbeat it results in an increased risk of irregular heartbeat which can result in fainting drowning or sudden death uh, these episodes are triggered by exercise or stress uh, other associated symptoms may include hearing loss, certain types of uh, long QTs, usually there in birth, but you, but is hard to diagnose. They find yeah. out way later sometimes, which it sounds like this case would, would have been one of those. Mm-hmm. Affects women more than men, um, but does happen to quite a few men. Uh, last year in the U.S., 3,500 deaths from this. And it was first oh. discovered or described in 1957, so relatively new-ish. Wow, I've never even heard of this. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. It was news to me. My dad died of a um, an enlarged heart, which uh, is also difficult to diagnose if you're not going in for regular checkups. Mm-hmm. So if you're not getting it checked out, they don't, you know, it just happens. You got to get an EKG once in a while or whatever. Wow. Anyway, uh, that seems like a good th- thing to do. We normally don't yeah, even we normally don't even do GoFundMe's, but I always. Mm-hmm. I like that this is a one of our own and could use some help. Yeah, so go check exactly. it out. Exactly. All right, Mad Mike Hughes. Speaking of death, <laughs> died in a homemade <laughs> rocket disaster on his mission to prove the Earth is flat. Now, do you remember this guy? We've talked about this guy multiple times on the yeah, show. Yeah, this is. Um, I thought he injured himself uh, the last time we talked about him. Like he, I remember seeing this thing that looked like uh, part of a roller coaster ramp. Yes. Yep. That he was going off of to propel himself. It was all this homemade thing. It was probably about a year ago that we last spoke about him. But his job, Mm -hmm. and it was a failed attempt, and I think you're right. I think he did get injured, and he's like, I'm going to do this again later when I get the thing fixed or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, he went up for his uh, final flight, thought everything was good, and it was literally his final flight. He ended up dying. Mm. Um, Now, some have said to me, Scott, you shouldn't even read this story because a man died. And my answer to that is, yeah, a man died, but I think it's important to bring to light or at least put a little focus on the super stupid conspiratorial dumb fake idea he had in his head that drove him to an early death. There's no reason anybody needs to do this because the earth isn't flat. (laughs) All right. Now, but if this was some guy who believed the earth was round and still wanted to create his own homemade rocket to fly himself up in. Oh, he should be able to. He has every right to do it. Uh, don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm not saying he shouldn't do it. If he really <laughs> wants to do it, you go for it and do it there, buddy. I know, Scott. If the earth was round, he might have actually missed it. Oh, I see. But because it's because it's flat. Gotcha. I get it now. No, that's, yeah. a, good, that's a good point. But yeah, he, uh, so here's how it went. Or December. I, I feel bad for the guy because, you know, nobody deserves to, especially to die in that manner. Like, oh my God, it's so beautiful up here. Oh no. And yeah. Then, yeah. You know. His parachute didn't open or something, I guess. 
Oh, um, is that the deal? Jeez. Says in December, buttressed by his conviction and advances uh, in homemade rocketry, Mad Mac Hughes uh, or Mad sorry Mad Mike Hughes flipped on a camera and fantasized about the moment he shows mankind that it lives on a verdant disc. Uh, the plan was simple: fly into the sky on a steam-powered rocket and trigger a balloon to carry him to the Carmen Line or Carmen Line. They call that the 62-mile barrier that separates the atmosphere and the cold vacuum of space. Uh, filming the entire way for three hours, the world stops, uh, Hughes said during a live stream. Uh, the self-styled daredevil, flat earth theorist, and uh, limousine jumping stuntman. What? What's the limousine part? Like he jumps over limousines probably on a motorcycle or something? Oh, maybe. Maybe he just yeah. drives limousines and then does this on the weekends. I don't and know. And does jumps? <laughs> Does limousine jumps? It says here he died Saturday when his crudely built contraption propelled him on a column of steam spiraled through the air and cratered into the sagebrush outside Barstow, California. He was 64. Uh, it was unsuccessful and he passed away, says his longtime collaborator Waldo Stakes. He told the Associated Press to uh, decline to make any further comment. Uh, Hughes had ridden back to the ground on a parachute after at least one successful launch strapped to a rocket bearing the words Flat Earth. That was his other semi-successful attempt. Um, it was a tragic end to Hughes, perhaps the most visible and colorful advocate of the theory the Earth isn't a spherical and emerald globe revolving around a massive star, but rather a flat plane with a tiny sun above it. Wow. Um, yeah, they show the video on the Washington Post article site that, that basically shows the parachute opening and ripping away as he's taking off. Yeah. So basically he takes off the parachute, rips off, and, and uh, oh, he really does do or really did do limousine jumps like i thought all right limousine jumper i would think he's got a couple of ramps on either side of a a few limousines and he drives his motorcycle across it but, and that's what he does that's the thing yeah he did that he did uh <clears throat> wow um because there's uh, a hatch for short just posted video of him doing jumps in his limo oh interesting look at that yeah oh this video is gnarly I mean, it's not gr oh, grotesque. Yeah, anything, the one right, 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 the one where you see his uh, when he takes off, uh, it's like and the parachute flips, rips right off. Yeah, you can yeah. see this thing go here. Okay, there it goes. There goes the parachute. No parachute. Mm -hmm. That thing mm. goes way up in the sky. Oh, do they show the whole crash and everything? How high? How high so. up does he go? Oh, he is way up there. Mm -hmm. Who's there filming this? Is buddy? Oh, yeah! I, this is the whole crash. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, oh, geez. Yes, okay. You gotta see I stopped this. before that part, so I'm kind of. You glad should I see did. it. It's not gross or anything. It's just. No, I don't need to see. It's I mean, just intense. I know. It's intense. I know how gravity works. I don't need to see it in action. <laughs> with a, yeah, it's it's hardcore. It's it's, it's, it's a human being in that thing. It's Jeez. way over in the distance, but it's something else. Uh, anyway, wow. wow. So uh, here's my takeaway. My takeaway is that guy would still be alive if he uh, didn't have this terrible, dumb, fake idea in his head that he felt like he had to prove. So if you have this idea in your head, maybe don't go to these lengths to yeah. try to prove your dumb conspiracy and quit quit believing in dumb lies because that's a dumb lie. There you go. But you can't believe what science is telling you, Scott. I mean, science, you know, you certainly haven't seen the curvature of the Earth. Uh-huh. Right. So, this is like that old so, trick I used to pull on my kids when I'd say that Japan doesn't exist. And they'd say, yeah, it does. And I'd say, how do you know? And they'd go, there's pictures of it. Oh, those can be faked. Well, my uh, brother went. Well, they, they could have faked that whole thing. He just told you he went. He's in on this whole conspiracy himself. Well, what right. about the, the Olympics? Those are there. Well, were they? Because all you saw was TV. Have you ever actually been there? Well, no. Well, then how do you know Japan exists? You can do that all day long. And if totally, you do it to kids, totally. if you yeah. do it to kids, they start to look like, 
forlorn, broken human beings. So you got to be careful with that. But that's also a great lesson to say, okay. It teaches them not to take everybody's word for something. Right. Know, and right. A little research and a little information on your own. Yeah, learn your... some things, do some things, and also don't believe it when people tell you a bunch of bullshit. So this is one of those things where, oh, read another read other article. He wasn't really a flat earther. Well, then what was he? Because if you're telling me he wasn't a flat earther and this was all just for like getting the views on YouTube, then That's double worse, F that <laughs> to do that <laughs> to do that for no other reason than wanting the uh, wanting press attention. I'm going to do this for ten <laughs> minutes because this deserves this. Are you kidding? Because uh, if that's what they're saying, if that's where it is, I mean, I'll read it. I mean, he had, he had the words "flat Earth" printed on the side of his rocket. Yeah, but see, we live in the time of trolls, Brian. Maybe that was just a that was just a could his could, fake well, news. Could be that he was doing that for the for the clicks. Sure. Yeah. So all I'm saying is. Jeez. So, so this idea that, okay, two things can be true. Flat earthers are nuts about a bad idea, and a fake flat earther is a bad idea, too. All of it's bad. Fair enough. All right? Double bird. All right. Moving on. Let's move to this one here, this story. An Instagram influencer fakes a Bali trip with pics taken at an Ikea. <laughs> we did this for our Christmas card. I was going to say. We, we were pretty obvious about the fact that we were in Ikea. We didn't try to disguise that at all. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Instagram influencer faked the whole thing. Uh, she revealed that she faked the entire vacation to Bali, Indonesia, with pictures clicked to in the neighborhood Ikea. To prove that the earth was flat. Yeah, and it worked. No? Oh. oh, wait. Someone got my double birds? Like three people just posted double bird uh, Twitch. <laughs> okay. I'll go get those later and make a gift. That's a good gift. <laughs> um, Natalia, uh, who has more than three, what's that word? L a K H lock followers. I don't is know that what that a, means. Uh, is that a thousand, a million? What is, I don't know what that I is. I don't know what that, I don't know what that word means. That looks like a oh. huge typo to me. That's <laughs> what that looks like. I'm, I'm on the website to see if they've, if they've fixed it. I mean, that that's probably a word like an Indian word uh maybe <laughs> genie says a thousand million <laughs> is there anyone who knows what this oh you know what i'll do a little a little uh l-a-k-h yeah what is l-a-k-h l-a-k-h what'd you get Oops. on yours i still haven't oh uh lock is the indian number for system uh equal to one hundred thousand. so um that's a hundred thousand per lock so 300,000 followers. Okay, 300,000 followers. That's a number of people. That's good. And four Allen wrenches. There you go. Uh, it says here, uh, she claims that she did this to show people that they shouldn't believe everything they see on the internet. Uh, this was actually a, a stunt to to do that. And I believe her. Because with 300,000 followers, you she probably... Do you think she initially intended on doing that? Or do you think she wanted people to believe that she was from Bali until somebody pointed out the Billy bookcase sitting behind her? I mean, I like to think... I'd like to think that. that that she that this was intentional the whole time. I would I would like to think that she probably Well, okay. The reason I think it was intentional and that she was actually trying to make a point is because somebody on Instagram with 300,000 followers can easily get their butts to Bali because those people make weird money. Yeah, they make right. weird money and they get sent to places for free. So, I think this may have been her actually trying to say to make a point. <laughs> it's funny cuz she even like she uh put on a robe like got into the bathtub with a towel on her head and yep yep 
says here she goes she uh, for her fake trip to make it more believable she also posted instagram stories with pics of bali simply put off uh, pulled off the internet uh the queen has arrived she put as she captioned her pics which show her in a pink dress adding the hashtag bali and everyone bought it but here's wow. the thing uh she's right you shouldn't believe everything that you do on the internet but now i can't believe anything she puts on the internet so right okay i believe that she did do this on purpose because she actually had another person shooting the video of her and her photographer walking around ikea to she shot a making of oh she actually shot it okay yeah so i i believe this yeah we live in a time where everybody wants to fake everything if that flat earther guy's faking it well all right then mm-hmm. i guess that's what you did i don't know what else you had going on in your life but is your, <laughs> what are you even doing i feel like if you want press just saying i've built a rocket and i'm gonna go into i've built my own homemade rocket and i'm gonna go into space yeah would still be enough to get attention and clicks and and likes maybe you just get more because people are just so incredulous that this dude's a flat earther and so he thought by claiming he was maybe it's almost worse than being a flat earther honestly <laughs> at least <laughs> a flat is, earther yeah. has a has a conviction you know like he believes yeah, in right. something so everything's fake fake, fake it till, fake fake fake, fake, fake it till you make it to Bali. Right. <laughs> all I can think of is Elaine going fake, 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 <laughs> fake, fake. Oh, that's such a great thing that she did because now we can use it forever for the forever. internet. Yep. All right. Uh, we got time for this one. A shoplifter shoves meat and pudding in his pants and then gets tased in the genitals. Yeah. How can you shove any pudding if you don't shove your meat? <laughs> How can you tase any pudding if you don't shove your meat? That's what it should be. <laughs> A man who was caught stuffing pounds of meat into his pants at a Volusia country, uh, county store, country store, county store, grocery store, stripped naked after he was caught <laughs> and then tased in the nuts. Uh, the incident began on Valentine's Day. What a, what a beautiful day to have it happen. Uh, when another stripper, shopper, sorry, saw a 28-year-old. <laughs> I read stripper there. Uh, 28-year-old Stefan Short stuffing ribeye steaks into his pants at the Save-A-Lot on Woodland Boulevard. It should be renamed the Shovelot. The Shovelot meets a lot. Um, that sounds like a rapper. Uh, let's see. Deland police said the other uh, shoppers alerted the manager, and together they confronted Short. Uh, arrest records show that the manager told police he ordered uh, the man to return to where he had hidden, or the meat uh, he had hidden in his pants. I don't want that meat back. Keep it. Nope. Nope. Just arrest him and call the meat. It does not need to go back on the shelf. Nope. You know what? Nope. If you learned your lesson, great. Keep your meat and your pudding. Keep your meat. We're not, we're not going to try and sell it. Yep. Uh, so it says here, you're not going to do this to me again. You come in here and steal all the time. You're not going to get away from this or away from this with this this time, says the manager as he yelled it at short. They held short to the ground while they waited for police. So he shimmied out of his pants to escape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nowhere. Here's the sad thing. All of this story. Not not one not one mention of the fact that this is Florida, right? Or by the way, they don't mention the pudding either. There's no pudding in here. Oh, other yeah, than they the didn't headline. talk about the pudding. The headline well, maybe, is the only pudding. Maybe reference. he made his own pudding when he got cut. <laughs> <laughs> I make my own tapioca when I am shack- <laughs> shot. I was thinking more chocolate, but okay, all sure. right, we'll go tapioca. Either way, sure. Um, anyway, he went out running out naked. The police saw him. They zapped him, and now he's now Jeez. he's in jail. Yeah. It's pretty good stuff. That's great. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, major spoilers time with Steven. Uh, excited to talk about that. And then uh, Trek Nerd will be here, I think. 
um, although I haven't heard from him, but he did not. He adamantly disliked the last Picard episode, and I want to find mm. out why. So Can't wait find to find out, out why. why. I finally did watch it, and I saw the thing you talked about, and I said, I really like that as well. I like that scene a lot. Yes. I did. I know it's fan service. Whatever. I was ready Whatever. for Whatever. Yeah. yeah, service me. Service me with your fan service. <laughs> fan service me. Exactly. Voyage voyage on down and service me. Hey, Indeed. let's talk about the indie in the middle today. Great. Uh, on April 3rd, the brand new album is going to come out from Ellis. Uh, the album is called Born Again, comes out April 3rd via Fat Possum. And uh, that's the record label. Big thanks to Fat Possum Records for <laughs> sending this. Wow. Um, her real name is Linnea Sigelkow. What? I think that's how it's pronounced. Okay. L-I-N-N-E-A, Linnea. All right. Siglkow, S-I-G-G-E-L-K-O-W. Wow. Uh, but she goes by the name Ellis. I would as well. She's from <laughs> Ontario, and uh, this is the most dreamy, lush, dream pop you're ever going to hear. I love this thing. Uh, again, the artist is Ellis. The brand new album is called Born Again. Here's the song, Embarrassing. to talk about our good buddies at netgear we love netgear uh yes netgear 
Hey, how old is your Wi-Fi feeling these days? Does it buffer all the time when you're trying to stream stuff? Does connecting new devices to it slow it down? Can it handle all the gaming video calls and large files you're throwing at it? And what happens when you try to do all that stuff at once? Oh, man. No good comes from that. It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest tech that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. The result delivers the fastest Wi-Fi for all your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in HD, 4K, or even 8K without buffering, eliminate lag while gaming, and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class, you know, like on a plane. It's very comfortable. Lay back, put your feet up. Mm. If you're ready for the West, the West, the best Wi-Fi ever, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. And we thank them for supporting this show. In the morning, in the evening, ain't we got fun? Life is sunny, oh my honey, ain't we got fun? A mouthful of f might teach you some manners. The Morning Stream, better than dog butt flung poo. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> All right, Stephen Schleicher of Major Spoilers fame will be joining us shortly. And when okay. he does, I am going to play this. Stephen. Stephen Schleicher, all the way from Hayes, Kansas, and the wonderful and the only uh, great source in town, I think, for great comic book info, great uh, pop culture stuff, TVs and movies, all that kind of great stuff at Major Spoilers. What's going on? How are you? Hey, man. How are you, Scott? Hello, oh, Brian. I'm great. Hello. Oh, great. Brian's great. So, sorry about great. your concert thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Me too. I'm hoping it gets, hoping, uh, it gets worked out. But uh, maybe they'll yeah, give you uh, some kind of um, other bonuses, maybe make uh, other showings maybe. or other. I've already got the album and I've got uh, maybe they'll live album. Air AirPods. And... Yeah. <laughs> slightly, slightly, <laughs> slightly sticky used AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> if they move, if they vibrate, get it, take them out. Those are the wrong I thing. Take them out immediately. Yeah. Mm, all I hear is bass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably a condition. Someone somewhere, they can only hear bass, right? And then somebody else can only hear treble. It's going to be that way somewhere. That's right. Yes. Uh, she's all. That's why she's all about that bass and no treble. She can only hear bass. Totally true. Uh, hey, Stephen, it's good to have you here. We're going to talk about a few items of the day. For example, DC has fired Dan Dido. Dio. Dio. Dan Dio. I never say his name right. What happened? Why did they fire him? He's a big deal uh, over there at DC. We don't know. He's been there. He was there for 18 years as the uh, he started his 18 year run in 2002 as the vice president of editorial. Then he got moved to VP of uh, an executive editor, and then he took over the co-publishing job when Paul Levitz left uh, back in 2010, and he was co-publishing with Jim Lee. We don't know. There are some uh, sites that are claiming that he was fired for cause for creating an, an not a hostile work environment, but a 
uh, non-productive environment. And they point to a lot of the editors and people that have been fired. Some people think that it may be because of some decisions that he's made on the direction of some of the titles and companies that he's gone through. But a lot of that is just rumor and speculation because both Warner Brothers and DC have not released any official statement. Uh, in fact, the only way that we know that Dan Tadio was fired was that he posted uh, on Facebook saying that he's he's thankful for all the years that he had at DC. Huh. Um, so that's really the only official word that we've had. Do you what, what would he what would we know him from from his writing days? Because that's where it started. Um, right? Well, he was the editor on Superboy. Um, so he's he's probably written some Superboy stuff that you may be familiar with. Uh, the current run that he's working on right now is the Metal Men. Uh, that one is still ongoing. They'll allow him to continue or finish up that 12 issue uh, maxi series there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of it mostly some Superboy uh, type stuff uh, that he's worked on. Hmm. Uh, I think some maybe some stuff involved with Countdown. Um, a lot of times the editors are not normally people who write comic books. Uh, some companies like Marvel have a strict policy against that. Yeah. Uh, so it just depends on you know looking look around and see what he's written. And is he? I do know that it's the Marvel uh, the Metal Men is his most recent one. Like in in the in the past, was he generally well thought of in the industry? Would people talk about him in decent ways? Well, or? so a lot of people would say that certainly if you need a big cheerleader for your comic book company, Dan DiDio certainly has a lot of heart and has a lot of passion for telling the stories that he wants to tell. Yeah. Uh, but the, also the tra detractors would say, yes, he has a lot of passion for stories that he wants to tell, not necessarily what other people want to tell. Oh. And that's kind of, I guess, a little bit of his prerogative as a publisher to figure out what are the big directions and storylines that you have going forward. I've never met him. Everyone that I've talked to over the last a couple of days who have have always said that he's just a really nice guy. He's uh, always uh, nice to the fans. He's he's super cool. Um, so, you know, this sounds like some internal thing that's going on and this couldn't come at a worse time for DC because there's speculation that they were just getting ready to launch their 5g, uh, reboot or relaunch that we've uh, talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So we don't know how that's going to affect that. And we certainly don't know who is being brought in to replace Dan if they do that at all, leaving Jim Lee to just kind of sit there going, uh, I'm in charge of everything now. Hmm. Jim Lee say anything. He hasn't said anything. Right? No, he hasn't said anything. Okay. I like Jim Lee a lot, but I feel yeah. bad for him if he's got all this uh, focus right uh, now. All of a sudden, yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. welcome to your new position. Uh, surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise. You're it, doing it all now. Goodbye, Dan. Yeah. Reports say that this did come as a surprise because as of Friday morning, uh, the people who were at the Comics Pro event uh, were still talking about things that were going on at DC. He, uh, Dan was tweeting on a uh, or Facebooking on a um, uh, comic shop owners uh page mm. a private page that they have set up there mm -hmm. and i guess it had a couple of meetings scheduled uh another site will tell you that about 10 o'clock a.m on friday pacific time he was brought in the office and told that he was fired and and was uh sent out not to get all occam's razor on this but is it possible that they just were tired of mispronouncing his last name. Do you think that's possible? <laughs> <laughs> probably Dan Dido have a package for Dan Dido. Dido do yo yo yo. Yeah. All right. Well, probably not then. I think that's a safe no. bet. No, no, no. Tell me about the Lock and Key Sandman crossover. Is that a oh, comic man. thing or a TV thing? What is this? No, it is a comic book thing. Okay. So everybody who has finished watching Lock and Key, the first season on Netflix, uh, probably have already gone out and found the new. I guess there's a couple of one shots that uh, Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez have been working on, uh, you know, just 
coincidentally all came out at the same time as the Netflix series dropped. But what was announced at Comics Pro was that in October of 2020, we will see a lock and key Sandman crossover between DC Comics and the IDW publishing uh, title. That's all we know right now. But for fans of Sandman and fans of lock and key, this could be really cool. And of course, uh, uh, Gabriel Rodriguez uh, tweeted out the cover of the or the teaser image that they have and it is introducing a very spooky key uh so i can't wait for that but we have to wait until october though so okay so we're a little ahead of ourselves on it but uh yeah uh, exciting that's cool it's a crossover a lot of fans want i suppose i would think i didn't know they yeah, shared the same uh, universe though that's surprising no they're not they're okay. not and that's one of the cool things about a lot of these crossovers and and really you know this is in a day and age where publishers you would think would be super hesitant about allowing their IPs to mix, uh, DC has been crossing over with uh, Boom Studios and with IDW Publishing a lot over the last couple of years. Currently, Boom Studios and IDW Publishing have a bunch of crossovers going on with the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. And so among a lot of the smaller publishers, there's a lot of of uh, sharing or working on ideas together. Uh, even IDW Publishing a few years ago had a Legion of Superheroes Star Trek crossover that was rather interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, I like this kind of stuff, so I'm in. Mm -hmm. Sign me up. Yeah. I know some yeah, people yeah. get mad like, ah, you shouldn't have the Watchmen crossing over with all, you know, with Batman and Watchmen should have nothing to do with each other. You know, people get all uptight about Alan Moore stuff, but um, I don't know. Yeah. For some reason, they don't seem to get as uptight about things that aren't Alan Moore stuff, so this is fine. This is good. I'm into it. Um, also, I'm, I'm into lock and key. Just getting all the all the attention it's getting right now. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, I just just uh, remind me to add it. Make sure I add it to my list. I've got a document that I keep track of with all of the stuff that that I have to watch. The team that I have to watch on streaming, and uh, I'd forgotten about lock and key. So just got it. I need to I need to create a spreadsheet like that. That's a great yeah. idea, Brian. Gosh dang it! What's your format well, like? You just have like just names, just a list. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a an Apple Notes iOS notes thing, but it's on my phone. You know, it, it synchronizes, so it's on my phone, desktop, and uh, that's great. And tablet, and uh, I have the to decide. So right now, Tina and I have to decide, or if we have to decide if she's watching The Outsider with me and Mythic Quest on Apple TV Plus. But uh, next up on our list, or the next few, are things like For All Mankind. Uh, uh, Servant, Cloak and Dagger Season 2, Goliath Season 3, oh, Republic yeah. of Doyle I hear is really good. I got about three got three episodes into Goliath Season 3 and I fell off because I think it's just gotten weird. Because it got too weird? Yeah. It's just they well, jumped They jumped that, not shark, but they they made that jump in the second second season when they were in that, that um, what were they, the trailer park or whatever happened there. Mm -hmm. And then ever since then, it stopped being about it stopped being this great detective slash um lawyer show with a guy who's all effed up and it became not supernatural more like um i don't know it's it's odd it's a very odd show now which hmm. bums me out because i i don't know you you watch and you sh you should judge for yourself yeah, but i i i, I will cuz i really enjoyed the first two seasons i i I know what you mean about it getting weird, but I was okay with the weirdness. To me, it just took it just went in a direction that just tonally changed everything, and I, it was hard for me to get back into it. I think yeah. there's a new Bosch too that I need to add onto this yeah. as well. And if Prime if you are a fan of Star Wars Clone Wars, the final season just launched on Disney Plus this week as well. 
Oh, very nice. Yeah, I'm taking a break from Rebels because I'm about five episodes into season three, and I'm still enjoying it, but it's like, all right, I need something else. Yeah. I need uh, to move away from 3D rendered uh, lightsabers. And <laughs> Well, how about, how about Transformers War for Cybertron? That's a Netflix series. That, uh, the first trailer for that just dropped, I think, today or yesterday. Yeah, I think it was so today. Be on the isn't, lookout for that. Isn't this the Rooster Teeth guys somehow are involved I, in this or something? I don't know who's involved in it. I think they're honest. so back they, in they the, might be. The, the red versus blue stuff back in the way mm-hmm. back in the day. People know who Rooster Teeth is. I think they have yeah. something to do with it, which is pretty rad. That they're mm-hmm. like uh, helping producer doing something with it. Um, maybe one and day. And then Altered Carbon drops at the end of the month. That so. I'm excited about too. Yeah. yeah. With uh, no Tom Kinnaman though, right? Like it's, we've got a no, new. No, it's. Um, he's got a new shell. Who's Tom, Tom Kinnaman? Oh, Jay, uh, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, he's out. Joel, I'm sorry, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Joel and Tom. So you both got, of them out. You got the Kinnaman out, and then in his place is Mackie, right? Anthony Mackie? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mackie. Cool. So he's and he's got metal wings and some kind of red goggles and he flies around and takes and the yeah oh 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 different thing then this isn't uh, no but the trailer for that does look really really cool so people should <laughs> should go check that out all right for what for altered carbon we for don't have a trailer carbon. yet for yeah I was guessing we don't have a Winter Soldier Falcon uh, no no trailer no. other than what we saw during the Super Bowl yeah a little mm-hmm. teaser is all we got well that's good he'll yeah. be busy then he's got that going on and then the yeah. other thing going on well done Anthony well Maggie. the nice thing is you can kind of stunt cast right you come in for one season yeah. You shoot for three months, and then if they want to bring you back, they can, or they can just uh, put another actor yeah. in for another season because you're all constantly jumping bodies. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, here's one for you, Stephen. What are the odds that they get a old man uh, Chris Evans to show up in an episode of? Uh, oh, I, I would put that pretty low. Pretty low. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dang it! I want old man Chris Evans to show up at the end I don't of some know. episode. I feel like I feel like there's the possibility of a lot of cameos in the Disney Plus stuff. Only right. only if they are willing to dump a ton of money because, you know, his contract is out now. So to get him to reprise his role falls into this weird area of typecasting. Yeah. And so the, the amount of money that you have to pay to offset the possibility that he could be typecast uh, goes up. That's why they were paying Robert Downey Jr., what, $50 million uh, per movie because that's the only stuff that he's been in. With besides Doctor Doolittle, yeah. maybe uh, maybe they can figure out a way to film across the, like across the street from the coffee bean and tea <laughs> hanging out in and say, I don't know, Winter Soldier, we got to stop the bad guy. By the way, do you see? There's Captain America having a latte behind us. Yeah, all they what do. Was, okay, here's what, was what they that do. Steve then. Martin movie. Oh, uh, uh, that Bowfinger. Was, uh, oh, Bowfinger. Bowfinger yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, Bowfinger yeah. was so good. It was so what good. a great movie. You make me want to see Bowfinger again. Nice job. Well, well done on that. Uh, but but uh, I was uh, I was gonna say this. They just need to have the back of a of a stand in. It doesn't have to be him. Just have it look like right, an old just guy some old man, yeah. like who hands him the shield backwards. Like here, you want this? Yeah, yeah. Here, <laughs> have this, and it can be lines from here, something else. Shield? Yeah. <laughs> so you can just say, "I got that reference," and then he'll hand it back there or whatever. <laughs> That's right. Watch your language. Yeah, watch Here's your language. Shield. Here's the shield. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hopefully none of these ideas come to fruition. Um, yes. All right. Steven, don't work for Disney. What else is happening on Majorspoilers.com that our listeners could go check out today? Uh, well, I would say uh, this week I will have a my thoughts on Lock and Key on Finally Friday, which is a live show that we do 4 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Yep. And if people want to tune in for that, they can find us over at twitch.tv slash Majorspoilers. Well, that seems like a great idea. Go do that, everybody. Uh, it's Steven Schleicher. He's Major Spoilers on Twitter as well. And uh, he's a great dude, so go check him out. Steven, any final words of wisdom for us? Stay hydrated. Bye now. All right. I will do that. I will hydrate as much as this coffee will allow. So 
No Daryl, but I'm going to share his concerns <laughs> about the Picard episode he did not like. And he did not like it. I think he told I me. I don't like it. Don't like it. I don't watch the news. Hold on, I'm gonna find watch the card. I'm gonna find our conversation because we had a little offline deal going here. Here it is. All right. Uh, I was excited for him to watch it, and it was before he'd seen it. And let's see. I and I said to him earlier in the day. I said, "Hey, Picard goes a little Dixon Hill in this one." And he goes, shush, I haven't seen it yet. And I said, oh, and Worf is in this one. Just kidding, Worf's not in this one. So you did that to both of us. I did. I thought you had both seen it. For some reason, I thought I was still an episode behind everything. So I, I right. don't know why oh, I funny. did that. But but anyway, and then I, then I told him the fake Worf news, and I said, no, Worf's not in it. And then he told me he's 3D printing an expanse ship, the Rosinate, which is cool. Mm, and nice. then he says, all right, I'm about to tune out of Picard, he says. That's a big talk from a Trek guy. What? He's going to tune out of Picard? Picard? Yep. yep. He says, after last night, I thought, what did I just watch? It wasn't Star oh, Trek. He's, there's no way. He says, I mean, he says, gore for the sake of gore. That stupid animated hollow, whatever it was. And I said, hey, try and remember, every TNG had a weird dud, had, or every TNG episode had a weird dud episode in it. Mm. Think of it like that, I said. And he says, it would be easier to do if the episodes were self-contained the way they were in TNG. Mm. And then I said, well, <laughs> and then here's the worst part. And this isn't a spoiler, guys. There's a musical moment that I just really liked in the thing. I says, I love the mo mo moment where Seven is about to transport back to the place and they play that Voyager music. And he says, a moment doesn't a good episode make. <laughs> so wow. that's um, it. That was his take. And um and you and you just spoiled a bunch of people who haven't seen that episode. Yet. Oh, there's nothing spoilery. I mean, she's we know yeah. she's in the trailer, so we know she's in she it. She shows exactly. up. Yeah. In fact, I want to know when we're, when are we getting Riker and Troy? When are they happening? Been... Right. Yeah, we saw them in the uh, the trailer. Yeah, they keep putting that off. Um, mm -hmm. We haven't seen Data in a while. Not that all I want in this is you know that kind of thing. Yeah, but... trotting trotting everybody back in. Yeah, sure. But uh, I mean, it wasn't my favorite episode. Ironically, it was directed by. Um, uh, Riker was a Jonathan, Jonathan was Frakes a thing, yeah. So Frakes making the least um, Daryl's least favorite episode. So there you go. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, you know what? I'll say this, and I won't say the name, so that way I don't spoil it. But okay. I didn't know that guy was also the same actor that played him originally in the old series. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? I don't. Um, um, here, I'll write it in our Discord. Okay. Just so I don't give it away. Because this, I do think, is a nice reveal. There you go. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. S same actor. I had no idea. Huh. And I had, I, to go, no I, idea I had to go look it up. Sure enough. I mean, it, it says it in the credits, but I thought, well, I'm just going to go look for myself. I looked at pictures. That's totally that guy. Wow. This is very cool. That is really cool. Okay. And I like, I like that. that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, they're having to do an arc of like 10 episodes, build it over time. This isn't TNG. They can't do standalones, right? That's just not the main nature of this anymore. And some people don't like mm -hmm. that. But, I mean, it's pretty trekky, man. Uh, I'm into it. I'm liking it a lot. Yeah. So when we yeah. have some actual news and we get Daryl on next week, we'll talk. Uh, we'll, we'll get his feeling on how Thursday goes. How about that? For sure. Sounds good. Uh, we got a guest mashup today. Nothing new from uh, Jamie. However, we do have this from, and I don't think we played this before. I know we played the slow down stoner sounding version of us before, but I don't think it was this one. 
Okay. Um, I hope not. Oh, this is uh, this is the guest mashup. Okay. Yeah. So this is a guest one. This came from uh, Peter Brinkman. It's called Whip Bung Smurf TikTok. <laughs> it sounds like I hope he puts this to uh, the the scene from Chicago where all the uh, women in prison are talking about what put them there. That would be a good idea, but and sadly, no, I don't think so. Lip shits, uh, pop. Yeah. Whip- on the Smurf TikTok. <laughs> it's pretty good. But anyway, here it is. I, I again this I hope we didn't already hear this. If we did, we may hear it again. So here it is now. Not that I'm an alcoholic. I don't was know. the drumming movie? Was it a whiplash? No, was it was uh yeah, it was whiplash, right? Whiplash. Whiplash. Something lash. Whip. Whip, whip, who's the director? Born, born, bong, bong, Jun Ho, bong, bong, man. Hey, got me, uh, bong, bong. No, not bong. There was a little baby Smurf for a while, so I'll just say baby Smurf. Baby Smurf. Baby Smurf. Baby Smurf. They should just call it Dick. Because we're talking about Dick Grayson here, right? That's oh, what I thought you were talking about the uh, boner smurf. <laughs> <laughs> Handles free, but the razors, razor, razors will come. The razors, the razors, some razors. Good die, cause you good idea. Good die. Good 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 die. Good die. Well, why don't we just put everything on TikTok and die? I don't know why that's so compellingly funny. Oh my god, I will never drink again. Oh my never. gosh, that's so weird. That's so uh, you weird. know, it takes it does take a uh, you know you can't just pick any random clip from us and slow it down and make it good. He mm-hmm. he's figured out what it takes to make a really funny mm-hmm. uh, clip for um, for the slowdown effect. It's amazing. I like it. Give give Jamie a break and do those once in a while. I feel like I'm talking fast now, don't I? Isn't that weird? <laughs> well, I don't know, Scott. Are you talking yeah, fast? Yeah, that's really that? crazy. You're talking so fast. And then there are people at home getting the podcast or listening at 2x speed anyway. I don't know what they're even hearing when they hear that. Right. Are they hearing us normal? Well, or what is that? I don't know what happens. It, it, it speeds it up, but it keeps the same tone. So they're probably hearing, yeah, I don't know what the, 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 the bong joon ho. <laughs> like, it's probably speeded up as far as gaps in between the words, yeah. but they're still hearing the slow down tone. Oh of us. yeah, they might be. Oh, that's weird. I don't know. That is I weird. Know. I have to go check it out. Maybe I'll listen to it later that way. Uh, TMS mashup says there is a Monday mashup. Ooh. So uh, I'll pull, I'll play that tomorrow, but here's the thing. Cool. Um, uh, it wasn't there last night. So sorry about that, Jamie. I Won't thought... that make it a Tuesday mashup, Scott? Yeah, I guess it will. We're going to have to have a Tuesday mm. mashup. Mm. Oh, well, it's not oh, as well. alliter- alliterative as a Monday mashup. Nope. 
but it'll do Tuesday in a pinch. Tuesday toss up. Yeah, Tuesday toss off. What? Yeah, up. That's what I meant. Up. No. <laughs> well, free hotel room so far coming up with some great Fred and Ken stories. This is the second submission today. Yeah, he uh, really... Fred and Ken idea. On a very special Fred and Ken, Fred examines the topic of expiration date with Ken. Mm. What does expiration date mean to a can of cream corn? I'm currently storyboarding this. Not sure where it goes. A very existential topic for Fred and Ken. Yeah, he's he's uh, always every Monday. He's always got two or three ready to go. <laughs> I just picture like in a drawing board like, all right, what about this? Let's do this. Uh, how about this story right here? And Yeah, that's, it. that's, that's him for you. Uh, well done, free hotel room. Maybe it. one day I'll use one. You never know. My next one I am very excited about because it's so stupid. I cannot wait to do it. I'm, so, cool. I'm going to draw this early this week. And Brian gets Brian's lucky because I I will send him previews. Nobody else gets to see these before anybody else yes, does. Yes, I do. I have to. Well, I had to. I had to give approval or uh, cease and desist on this week's. Yeah, you should have seen what was on the T-shirt. <laughs> you should have seen what was on the T-shirt before. I yeah, it was, it. it was a vagina. It was a vagina. It was a giant vagina. All right. One day in the book version, you guys can have the uncut, unedited, uncensored version that Brian did not want. Find out what Brian wouldn't <laughs> like. Right. What was on my shirt in the previous? It was version. a vagina. All right. We're going to take our leave. Thanks, everybody, for being here, being a part of the show. We put up on Friday a very fun, very cool episode of TMSPM, which now is a patrons only affair, which you can get over at patreon.com slash TMS. And I might mention that when you do that, you also get our pre and post show along with the episode over there. In uh, one big fat chunk. Um, today I'm going to experiment with putting the pre ahead of the show and the post at the bottom of the show. Um, up till now I've been putting the whole thing at once because it's kind of easier for me. But what's easier for me isn't necessarily easier for the people. So I'm going to do what the people want. Oh, yeah. look at you. Aren't you a, aren't you a pleaser? I try aren't to be a, a pleaser. People? I try to be a pleaser. I try yeah. to be a man yeah. who is willing to please his fellow man. Well done. It's a great way to make sure that the that that everybody who listens uh, cooperates. Right. You need with a, to, with a French feather. Damn straight. Get cooperating, everybody. Only only, only patrons will get that joke because it was from Thursday or Friday's episode. Yeah, that's right. Everybody needs to cooperate. Are you are you going to cooperate? <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about, do you? All right. Um, Have you cooperated yet? Indeed. <laughs> All right, we're going to take, uh, oh, that's patreon.com slash TMS, if I didn't say. Um, go check it out and uh, be a part of it. Also, it's about the next uh, part of the new month, which means you'll get new artwork as well. So that's going out soon. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. All right, Brian, we should go now. Oh, and do go check out the comic. Um, there's now a, uh, a way for you to get it via email if you want it or RSS feed. Any way you want to get it, you can get it. The Instagram uh, version of it is like frame per frame. So that's kind of fun. Uh, anyway, that's all at fredcancomic.com. All right, Brian, anything else before we uh, do a song? Do you have anything else? No. No? No. All right. I've got nothing. No. All right. Okay. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Oh. Any way you want it. I wish that was our song. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we're done. All right. I'm going to give you a different one. Uh, Nick wrote in and said, hi there, Scott and Brian. Free hotel room may want to tune out now. Uh-oh. He's in the chat room. Sorry, free hotel room. You're going to want to tune out now. Uh, this past Wednesday, my family and I lost my dad to a short battle with colon cancer. My dad was somebody that had an eclectic taste in music, and he was always eager to share a new song or a band he heard with my sister and me. Flatfoot 56 was one of the bands I was able to return the favor on, which is why I would now like to request All Fly Away as performed by them in his honor. If you can, please play it on Monday the 24th show or any show thereafter. Uh, says, I'm going to miss you, Dad. Thanks. Sign Nick, a.k.a. Captain Monk, when I can join the chat. 
Uh, P.S. Can I get a ship's phasers? Oh, you certainly is, can. It's perfect because we didn't have Daryl, so we didn't get to play the ship's phasers. That's right. So here it is. Let's test the ship's phasers. There you go. There we go. Yeah. All right. So this is the song All Fly Away, performed by Flatfoot56 uh, from their album Toil from 2012. Here is Flatfoot56. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. They have the spear of destiny.